you need to say it to yourself, like, who am I? So you're asking yourself this question. That makes sense? Great. Just trying to confuse you. Um, you can talk to yourself. You can talk to those around you. We've also got a Padlet. So if you want to put the next slide up, uh, screenshot that and see if you can get connected and put your ideas up. I just want your initial thoughts of, if you were asked to think about who am I, what's your initial thoughts? What would you put first? If you can't access it, just have a think and um, speak to those around you. Okay, feel free to keep adding some. I'm just going to read some out to you. That some of you can probably see. I am me. I am happy. The song said it, I am a child of God. I am a person. I'm God's beautiful creation. I am unique. I like this one. I like them all, but this is... I have over 40 trillion cells. Is that Anna? I am a human being before I am a human doing. Nice. Uh, what else is there? I'm a dancer. Who's a dancer? Tabitha. Come and show every... Oh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Squeeze dot help. Skin, bones, and a bit of padding. <laughs> wow. I'm fantastic. I'm energetic, sensitive, and caring. Someone who tries to see the best in people. Nice. Thank you. Um, a human. We are all humans. Thank you for doing that. That was just to try and introduce this idea of, you know, who am I? Laura, on multiple occasions, when she's in a setting where she doesn't know anyone, she'll introduce herself as Sim's wife, which is lovely and endearing, but she is my wife. But she's also Laura, <laughs> and she's been told off for saying that a few times because she's defining herself. It's fact that she is my wife, but she's more than just my wife. She is Laura, and it's her own unique person. Um, so I just wanted to, to get thinking about this idea of who am I. So we've got a short video uh, to watch. Hopefully work. Who am I? Am I what I do? An artist? An accountant? A teacher? A mother? Or am I what I've achieved? An honor student? An MVP? A winner? Am I the things I've done right? Or am I defined by the things I've done wrong? Am I a saint? A sinner? What about what others think of me? Am I all of these things? None of these things? Who am I? How I identify myself determines how I approach life. If I am what I do, I'll always need to do more and achieve more to find my value. If I am what others say, I'll always try to please people instead of my heavenly father. But if I listen to who God says I am and embrace his identity in me, I'll find the freedom to live out all he has planned for me. God calls me his child. He says, I am wise and restored, that I'm a brand new creation in Christ. I am chosen and holy and blameless before God. He calls me his masterpiece. I am loved by God. He says, I am made complete through the grace and mercy of Jesus, my Savior. And when I see myself the way God sees me, 
I walk with confidence because I trust the one who answers the question, who am I? Thank you. Um, which can be challenging to believe those things about ourselves because we're humans, we mess up, we make mistakes. And then suddenly those sayings that God says about us, we feel, or I sometimes feel, aren't true. But despite that, they're still true. You know, what God is saying about us in our time of messiness or sinfulness, he still loves us for who we are and still believes all those things about us. So our identity is not in our achievements or our actions, but in being a child of God, which is what John, we meet John here in John 1, 12 to 13, kind of referring to. So it says, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. And just a, a little bit of context as I was getting my head around that, um, was that back in the biblical days, you know, Jewish people found a lot of identity in the things that they did, especially obeying all the laws that they had. God gave them lots of rules to follow from the Exodus period to kind of Deuteronomy, and they formed their identity around that and following the law. But John here is saying nothing you can do in your flesh will make you a child of God. No rule you can follow, no law you can keep. But through believing in Jesus and giving your life to him and his spirit lives within you. And this is what makes you a child of God. So we could mess up all the time and would still be God's children. So this morning, we're going to have an opportunity to share with one another. So we're going to do that in groups. If we could have the next slide. Um, I've got some smaller ones as well, if people need them. And just have some time thinking about these questions and sharing your testimony with people. And then afterwards, there's going to be an opportunity if people want to share something they've said in their group, they can, to encourage others. Um, but the questions are, do you believe in your heart that you are a child of God? Why or why not? What changes have you made in your life as a result of believing you are a child of God? And in Christ, you are secure, significant, and accepted. Has there been a time where you haven't believed these to be true? So we want to share with each other this morning story, testimony to encourage each other, opportunity to pray for each other. I'm going to leave these up, gather with those around you, and it's an opportunity to have some group testimony sharing a story together. We'll do that for about five minutes or so, and then if anyone wants to share from that, we can. So what you've been discussing in your group in our group, we spoke about the sense of family. Um, I spoke about finding that I had a sense of belonging to God uh, when I was 18 and moved to this city as a student and left my family home and suddenly had a real challenge in my identity. I wasn't sure who I was and where I was going and had to get back with the help of others to first principles. And first principles was I'm a child of God. I belong to him and I'm safe and secure in him. No matter what else is feeling shaky in me, I can rely on that each and every day. And that was foundational for me as an 18-year-old coming to coming to university here, starting out afresh on my own. So how it affected our lives was actually it affected mine and Laura's choice to move here. 
because we were really appreciating the sense of family that we were getting from this church and from God. And for us, it felt very natural that that couldn't help but spill out to other people. So the sense of family and belonging to God is something that moves us and gives us motivation to share that with other people. And so we spoke, Peter was talking about how uh, one of the things that attracted him to our church family when he moved to the city was that we were family with purpose, that we weren't just here for kind of cozy huddle, let's all love each other stuff, but we're family with a sense that, that that love moves us to help others find family and know what it means to be a child of God too. So um, that's a bit of our conversation but I bet people had more profound conversation than that in this room. So I talked about how being a child of God doesn't mean that bad things don't ever happen to you, but having that relationship with God means that you get the tools to help you deal with the bad things that happen to you. So that was one of my things. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rich. Anyone else? Last calls? No? Go for it, Mark. He's tempted. Go on, go on. A um, couple of things for the four of us talking. Um, Norman talks about remembering being circa 16 years, years old when knowledge of these things went from his head to his heart and that being transformative. And, um, and I can relate to that too of when it's not just something you you understand or know or think but it's something you believe and then it works its its way out through your your life um and it's probably the second one that that sticks out for me i would say over the last 12 months well we've we as a family have had a number of knocks and challenges where i i would say a year ago i was probably running around working really hard at lots of things and it wasn't that i disbelieved or disagreed with but i'd say it's a bit like i forgot the fact that I'm secure in God and that he's got hold of me and he's got plans for my life. And like, those are things at the back of my brain. I wasn't holding on to them as strongly. And, um, but yeah, the, the key action for me is since January, my, my mobile phone lives downstairs at night and, and, and it's just the 10 minutes in the morning of, of, uh, trying to rebuild my walk with God and the, the better habits with God, just praying through the Psalms. Do you know that you, Five psalms a day, you read all of them in a month. It's brilliant. I'm not even doing that. It's one or two. And just like, you know, rebuilding my walk with God and re-reminding myself in God who I am in him, that I'm his child. And, um, yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it, there's, there's never a wrong time to, to wake that stuff up again. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, so off the back of that, we're now going to have, in in similar groups, we're going to do communion together. It's an opportunity just to pray for some of the things that have been shared um, and also take bread together.